Guess who's back? Back again. Back again. It's gonna be May, bro. That's that's the wrong. <laughs> it's the gonna wrong be May. I'm so- <laughs> the May episode. The the this is my birthday month. Thank you. Yes, it much. is. No one tell me happy birthday. Happy birthday. Anyway. <laughs> God damn it. Um, you can't tell me what to do. We have a special guest for this May episode because we've been gone for too long. Yeah. But also, this was actually completely unannounced and like unplanned. Um, from the last episode, we were supposed to be doing a Mob Psycho episode. I'm sorry, but... I have college. <laughs> we, I also have college. Animation that's college. That's the reason why I haven't been. Yeah, that's why I haven't been harassing you because we were both busy. Yeah. And then, Alina. Our special guest, Alina, um, got me hooked on a novel. <laughs> and what is the name of the novel, SJ? You want that in Chinese? Go, go, go! Why? <laughs> I? I want it in Chinese. Oh, sure. You, you, you Actually, go yeah, get Alina. Alina to do it. As our special guest. Okay, so um, the novel is called Tianqiu, which is directly translated into Thousand Autumns. Yeah. Um, Heck yeah! Right, it starts on September. Oh my god! <laughs> it starts on it. It starts on Shin Chao's birthday month, if I remember correctly. Virgo baby. I think it was from an interview. Oh, no, no, no. It's like uh, I think it's I. Oh god, I can't remember if it's an extra or or an interview. But anyway, his birthday. <clears throat> His birth month is in September. He uh he fell off a cliff on his birthday. <laughs> okay, guys. Before we get too deep into the lore, what is a thousand autumns? Oh goodness! Give give us the cliff notes, guys. The cliff notes. I'll give you the how it starts. Yongshi finds Shinchao at the bottom of a cliff, <laughs> and decides to bring him home. On a whim, just to see what happens. Oh, for for everyone listening, uh, it, this is a web novel, correct? Mm-hmm. And it's a hundred and twenty-eight chapters with extras. Yeah, give or take a hundred and twenty-eight. We, what's the official count? One hundred and forty-five. Um, one hundred, is it? Oh, it's um. Let's see. We have <clears throat> one hundred and twenty-eight chapters for the official. And then we have fourteen extras. So, th- so that makes it around. 40. So that makes it around forty-three and forty-two. Forty-two. Ah, yeah. I saw fourteen. Yeah, we got fourteen extras. Okay, we're like, are we regularly updating per like lantern fest? No, I don't. Oh I God. don't think so. Right, because I think I saw someone talk about like. A New Year's part, like special, right? There was a New Year's special, um, where Shin Chao gets de-aged. Hell, um, he becomes a baby in it's, one of. It's more <laughs> like he swap places with his younger okay. self. So it's like it's like oh. AU fanfish. <laughs> so it's like baby okay. Shin Chao in the present and adult Shin Chao is in the past. Right. Okay. Let me ask you this on mic, because I know we talked about this earlier mm-hmm. when they gave me a primer. For for everyone listening, I got a primer because I have not read. It was an hour long. I have not. I have. They made like a beautiful presentation, like <laughs> that they somehow managed to condense one hundred and forty-two chapters into a 
oh, presentation. Could, that's nothing. Uh, Alright. Well, they were able to give me a primer. I know some stuff about this. But this is mainly SJ yeah. and Alina's time to shine with, with their brain rot. Uh, I just want to know, how did you... Alina, Alina, I'm going to go to you first, because you're the guest. How did you get mm-hmm. into this web novel? Okay, so... Um, at that time, that was... Uh, maybe around the start of the year, I just finished reading and deeply regretting reading a oh, no. very, very badly written web novel. So oh, no. I was in the process of cutting all ties to that fandom. And <laughs> I noticed that some people were posting really beautiful fan art of this other web novel, and I thought, well, it really couldn't be worse than what I just got out worse. of. Oh god. And But then <laughs> it turned out to be incredibly good. So I did what I always do when I have a brain rot. I start trying to inflict that brain rot on other people, and SJ happened oh my to be god. in grabbing range. Yeah. And SJ, you're how... always in grabbing range. <laughs> of course. I'm, um... How do I say this? I'm very available. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely mostly because I hate studying. So like 99% of the time, the reason why I am online is because I don't want to study. So it just so happened that Alina dragged me in in the middle of the semester. <laughs> <laughs> and the main grabbing point for me at the time Alina was, well, still is in the middle of the audio drama version of this web novel. Um, very, like, I've, I've heard the tales, it's actually pr- very good, like, professionally ooh. made. Um, some decisions were made. Oh no. But, ooh, we'll get there. Choices were made. Um, <laughs> choices <laughs> were made. But, you know, it's, it's an adaptation of a novel, so, you know, it's, it gets a little hard. But, um, one of the main voice actors for, main, main love interest, slash main antagonist, Yomoshi, the voice actor for this guy, voices Il Dottore from Genshin Impact. <laughs> There's no escaping your shameful no brain rot. I will just say for all our listeners, we will eventually do a, an episode on our shameful, shameful brain rot. Shameful brain rots. Oh my oh god. god. Um, I look forward going, to that, actually. Uh, <laughs> the funniest thing is when I started Chencho, like knowing that he was the same via as Il Tore, I just couldn't stop making comparisons. Like, okay, Alina and I don't interact with the fandom. This is this is like a reality for us now because like the fandom is just like shipping all the goddamn time, and this is like a very very like nicely written novel, and like it's got like it's got. Multitudes. I think <laughs> that's the word. The way I would put it is that it's like ninety-five percent really dense plot and politics, and right. then the other five is like general shenanigans with right. a tiny bit, tiny bit of romantic subplot sprinkled in. Yeah, like the the oh the only the only consensual kiss in the entire novel. Right, it happens at the last. It literally, like, around the last few paragraphs of the official part of the novel is the only consensual kiss between these two men. That is just, that is how little importance it is (laughs) that these two get together. Okay. (laughs) 
this is this is the most basic um comparison that we can make. This is the easiest part is that this is basically martial arts pride and prejudice. Hell yeah. This is <laughs> it like this is the main consensus because even Alina's dad agrees. <laughs> That's Tiancho and also Yanshin. Or Rock and Pear, as we call it. We're calling it Rock and Pear. <laughs> I don't know if we're explaining. Oh, but, you gotta you know... let me. You, you gotta let me talk about Rock and Pear because I have a very. I, okay. I have an argument to make about Rock and Pear. All right. Anyway, uh, let let's save it for a little later. Let us have some context before that. So yeah, this is martial arts, Pride and Prejudice, with like you know. A little more politics, a little more historic, like historical facts, and a lot more, a, more punching fiction than facts and stabbing. Yeah, a lot, a lot of punching and like spitting out blood. When you spit out blood, it is not connected <laughs> to like organ failure or something. <laughs> it's mostly because of chi deviation. It's like your, it's like your inner energy is out of order, so you need to right. manually. Uh, expel some of the <laughs> manually reset. <laughs> you need to manually expel some of the bad stuff, and it just happens to be blood from the mouth. I I don't prescribe to the idea that it's just because of that. Like this guy fell off a fucking cliff. Okay, okay. Oh, now we're talking about fucking realism, man. He cracked his head open. Um, you know how it is. And then he got he got amnesia for a like. Up to 45 chapters. Well, it's actually... It would be actually around 20 chapters because by uh, chapter 23, he's got all his memories back. I like to think he lost a lot of them, but... (laughs) Listen, okay, he like he can't just fall off a cliff and then just magically get his fucking memories back. I just, come on, man, it's too easy. I I had a whole fucking thread about that last night because like some people were like memory loss is like the worst trope ever, and I was just like, could you imagine if Jejo actually fucking exploited that trope? It would have been so good because there's like. A whole part in the like the latter parts of the fucking novel that I can't fucking spoil on on recording, but like he he goes back to his sect after the whole like drama with his family, and like the betrayal turns out to be the other brother. Like they just like revealed that this guy is the guy that like that orchestrated everything, and and it just you can't just throw that in there just like you know just additional flavor like you could have led up to that you that was like out of left field (laughs) no it makes sense it makes internal sense yeah it makes sense but it would have been so good if there were more (laughs) you know expect my au fan fiction (laughs) so we were talking about realism earlier um, and, like, the fact that you brought that up made me, like, think about the fact that we literally, like, don't interact with the fandom. Because it's, like, you know how when you enter um, a, a mostly, like, East Asian piece of media, 99% of the time the fan art is just, like, pale, dark-haired twinks. Yes. That is all of the Dunmei fandoms in general. Like, that is just them as an amalgamation. Oh no! <laughs> Racism. The, the only way you can tell them apart is by their clothes, bro. 
<laughs> no, I I mean I know I know what you mean. I have seen fan art from different animes. I'm like, I don't know which one belongs to which unless there's a label because everyone looks exactly the same. <laughs> they look exactly, exactly the, the same. same. <laughs> they're so bad. They're, they're <laughs> literally color coded for your convenience. Like, okay, this is the pair yeah. where we have the black one and white one. And this pair we have the black one, but he has red accents, and his love interest is partially green for flavors. Oh my god! <laughs> then the other one has a fucking iPad for some reason. For some reason. Oh my god! And then there's Yenshin, where <laughs> it's the guy who was technically supposed to be in blue somehow is now in purple, and has like a very low V-neck. The V-neck. Um, and then there's Chincha. Yeah, it's it's so bad. He has like a titty window in the fucking dome. Hell, <laughs> awful! Not it's... the titty window. You know, the first time I fucking saw that, I almost, I almost maimed someone. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, Alina showed me like the piece of fan art. I was like, "Why are his tits out? Why are his okay. tits out?" Sir, have some decor. I have, like, literally, he... uh, It's really a case of he wouldn't fucking dress like that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we all know... We we all met via a certain fandom. We all know the ultimate case of... He wouldn't fucking dress like that. Listen, because it's like... This is set specifically in 6th century China, right? You have a very specific time period... And you can technically look up what the dress like dress code was. You can do that. The fashions are like in museums got, and everything. You got like, books that talked about it. You got paintings, literal vi- visual aids. You got statues. You even got you even have like carvings on the wall. So, so there's so no it's excuse. Like, it's not that hard to there's go no look excuse, it up. Literally basically. no excuse. And then there's the fact that you know. In like in literally like the first few chapters of the novel, they talk about how Chinchao fell off a fucking cliff, and like the guy who helped Yamushi like drag him home, like could see the fucking skull in his oh. head, like through the open oh. wound, and I was like, "Where's the scar in the face? Oh, why does this man have a full head oh, of hair? Oh, oh. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I mean, there's a Filipino word. There's a Filipino yeah. word for like." Something that gets forcibly taken off. Um, yung poknat. But wala siya poknat. Why? Like, where is the crack in the fucking noggin, man? So, like, when I, like, made my fan art for this, I, like, immediately was just like, where do I put the scar on his noggin? You were like, you, you cracked your, you cracked your knuckles, to... and I'm like, alright, I got work to do. And I just really, I... I just I just want to state for the record that I absolutely adore the design, like how visible oh. the scar is, because that really Thank you. that is so subversive in the fan art circle, having that significant a scar on your face because it gives him the effect of having just one devil horn of his, oh. on his head, and I was like. <laughs> Please, right? Okay, hold on. I want to show Gav this. Do I say your art account? No, no, we don't have to ah, worry about it. Do not uh, worry about it. <laughs> okay. Do not worry about it is another part of this novel. Yes, this is this is our version of the Wait, novel where like ninety nine percent of the novel is just like, you know, um, uh, Shen Chao telling everyone to say, "Do not worry about it." 
Oh, I remember this. I was on call with you when you did this one. Yeah. That's the time. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I will say, I have n- I'm not in any, mm-hmm. like, Dan May fandom or just in general web novel fandoms, but I have seen, like, people doing fan art of Dan May's or Chinese <laughs> dramas or whatever. And there is a certain look that I think SJ's design is a lot better than the looks that I see because it actually looks like <laughs> an Asian person who has melanin. The secret ingredient is melanin. <laughs> it's always melanin. <laughs> the secret. No, okay, so we were talking about this, right? Because, like, Xinqiao lives in an isolationist sect in the mountains. And you can like technically say like why would you why would you go training inside when you have the open the open like nature nature is your training grounds basically, and like canonically Xinqiao just like likes to cut down trees just for fun <laughs> of this sort um to the like every time he gets yeah. inspired with his martial arts or he thinks about a new way to use his sword he attacks a tree oh. multiple trees not the deforestation multiple trees right he just tree violence he is literally <laughs> Chen Chou's your briar oh my god <laughs> your briar <laughs> yeah so we were talking about this nature's training grounds and I'm just like well if he spends time in the sun why can't he have melody <laughs> That's simple. He's outside. <laughs> Literally that simple. Um, yeah, and he actually, like, there are actual parts of the novel where it says that, like, because he's, like, you know, chronically ill or, like, sick and he's, like, recovering from being indoors for, like, three months because he was, like, you know, <laughs> he fell off a fucking cliff and he was in a coma, basically. You know, it says that he's, like, he grew a little paler. So I was just like, okay, so he had a pan <laughs> before this. <laughs> So what, what you're, you're saying, saying to me, you're like, um, so what you're saying to me is he had, he had a tan. Yeah, he had melanin, basically. He had melanin, and then he regained the melanin because he spent the entire novel running from point A to point B, and at one point, he's in the desert. Yeah, he was in the desert for, um, for a hot minute. For, for a time. Well, they were mostly underground. Oh my god, I just remember, <laughs> you know? Okay. Mm-hmm. In the middle of the fucking novel, five dudes just try to assassinate Yamashi. <laughs> and they do this, almost killed him by, like, you know, like, giving bonk him, him on the head. Basically, they just, like, bonked him over the head. I mean, they. Yeah, uh... he also. Oh my has god, a that's cracked such false soulmates. They stabbed him. They stabbed him before they uh, bonked him on the noggin, but yeah, the bonking is very yeah. important. Yeah, there's this part, like, th- this entire part where he got bonked over the head. Like, while he was in recovery from being bonked over the head and, like, having his skull cracked open, he was in a desert town. And then they had to go to, like, an underground desert kingdom and la 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 la. Um, they were in ruins for, for a time, and, like, a lot of the fan art for that part <laughs> Has him literally just like riding horseback um, behind Xinqiao with his like hair flowing behind it. I was just like, there is sand everywhere. The sun is just like pointing he's straight not, at you. He, he's not tying his hair back? It, there is no hair covering. He has a crack in his noggin. Sand is getting in. I'm just like, <laughs> <"Dip."> <laughs> 
Literally, bro. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Sorry, the mental image of like the sand. Yeah, yes. you need to understand. For like ninety percent of the people in the fandom, having one's hair down is like the pinnacle of beauty. But like, oh. literally but, no but one. But I remember literally no learning one about China, some of the traditions. Yeah, literally no one in China, like any self-respecting adult, would be tying their hair back and up. Having your entire hair down is literally one of the most childish thing or the most insane、yeah. thing. A, a person、yeah. can do it. It was like a a, a rule back then to just have、it's、your like, hair up because it's like it's like a rite of passage.、Respectful. It's it's a、yeah. sign that you've、mm-hmm. grown up. You are now an adult. Like literally, the、uh, coming of age ceremony involves a person putting their hair up as a sign、yeah. that they're an adult. So. There is no way these two self-respecting adults would be running around half their hair down like little、yeah. babies. <laughs> <laughs> Research, guys, it's important. Yeah, like in a bare minimum, like bare、okay. minimum, guys. Coming into this, I was actually like terrified to make fan art, but I also like hated the fact that there was zero melanin in all of the fucking fan art. So I was just like, I need to do something about this. So I looked up. Actual fucking like race like co- college papers for this. <laughs> there was a whole thing, and Alina was just like, "You are doing the most." <laughs> Sj loves to read college papers. I hate it, but also I like researching. A blessing and a curse. Clap if you're shocked. Clap <laughs>、no. if you're shocked. <laughs> That rant over. That's it. Um. <laughs> well, well, we'll get to everything else. I think. We were at the part we were talking about.、Um, I think now we can talk about Rock and Bear. <laughs> oh God! Okay, Sixth Century's best comedy duo. <laughs> oh my God! They're like Abbott and Costello. If Abbott and Costello absolutely hate each other. When Alina was telling us about this, I was like, I'm I'm delighted. Please explain why. You call them rock and pear. Um, I I know we already talked about in length about how this this novel is definitely like barely about them, but they are also a very important part of it because like their relationship is basically just you know the the find out of the fuck around. So, <laughs> so rock and pear. We call Yenshin rock and pear. Because there is like every everyone who has read the novel and is listening to this, everyone knows that like. Yoshi has a Darcy monologue in the middle of the fucking novel, where he goes, basically, to me, you are a useless rock, <laughs> and、oh、I、God. find value in you. That's that's what you are to me. To the world, you may be a worthless rock, but to me, I I I am keeping you in my pocket forever. I will like, <laughs> I will feed you and love you and give you pets. <laughs> Okay, so you are my beloved pet rock. <laughs> Now respond to rock. my advances. Exactly. Many many rocks and romance in the <laughs> year of our Lord twenty twenty three. Um, that's that's the reason why it's rock. The pear part happens after the novel. There is this whole short about Shinchao basically. Paying someone for their rotten pears. <laughs> I love. Though, yeah, I love the story. <laughs> even though the pear farmer was like, "Here are the good ones." There's not a lot of them.、Um, he turns around, grabs the box, sees money on the table, and the box of 
like the creative pairs just like disappear. It's just like where the fuck are they? He runs up the fucking hill, and Yoshi is talking about how oh that pear farmer gave you rotten pears. Bet you by the next year he's always going to keep selling you his rotten pears because you bought it from him once. Because people are evil and like the world is bad. Um, this is like their whole like back and forth philosophy thing where Shin Chao believes that you know everything is good and Yongshi is just like everything is bad. They um, are literally you know. the googly eye and the bagel. <laughs> exactly. Oh no, Alina, don't do this to me. <laughs> Basically, that is it. So Yongshi was just like talking about this at length and. Shin Chao is just like, okay, yeah, sure, here's, like, a crate of rotten pears, and the pear farmer is just like, what the fuck did you do? Why did you take my rotten pears? Why did you buy them? Why did you even pay for them, bro? He's just like, uh, you know, and then the par- the farmer just, like, grabs them and then, like, hauls ass back down the mountain. He also um, gave them the good pears. It's rotten work. It's rotten work. He carried work. a whole crate of good pears to trade the rotten yeah. pears that he yeah. paid for. And it's just so funny to me because I thought it would be hilarious if Shin Chao would have had, like, his own, like, worthless rock moment where he's just like, even though you're rotten, I would have fucking paid for you. I wouldn't just wish it, you on anyone else. It's rotten work, not to me. Not if it's you. Oh, no. They, they, have, they have the exact opposite. It's kind of like, it's rotten work. It's... Especially to me, especially, <laughs> especially if it's because you. it's you. Yeah, I nice. do it okay. for Christ no, the life. I love that. that. That's actually one of my favorite dynamics when it comes to like <laughs> a duo. I'm like, ooh, I like it when they're like, oh, God damn, you're really <laughs> annoying, but I'm gonna do this for you anyway. I think the way we described it was that um, from from Yongshi's perspective, he is like. His wife is about to divorce him, and he's trying to win him back. Uh, from Shen Chao's perspective, this is basically Hannibal Lecter, Will Grant. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he described it while I was reading the novel. Oh my god! Tell me, Acha. Based on the primer that you Stop. told me. Based on the primer you told me, it makes sense. Yeah, that that's how we were like breaking it down. Oh my god! And he just keeps picking Shang Chao out. Yeah, he just he just yoinks Shang Chao from situations. He just situations. yoinks him out of places. Oh my god, it is Hannibal and Will. That's what I'm saying. This is basically from his perspective. This is a psychological thriller. Oh but my like, god. But Yoshi is just like, oh my wife, when he smiles, my heart beats faster. <laughs> oh know? my god, it's so bad. Oh my god. I want to push him off a cliff. Multiple people have tried that, and it never sticks. <laughs> it, it hasn't worked, SJ. I think we've established... He's a cockroach. I fucking hate him. I think, okay, there was this one part in a courtship arc where he was just like, like, he was, he brought, like, Shin Chao out in the morning to train, right? They were like, like... Yeah, so so they went up the mountain, they were like sparring with each other, and then like as they were walking back, uh, Shin Chao was just like, hey, you remember when you traded me for a sword? Hell. What happened to that thing? And like, the, the description was basically, was just like, he fell into a hole he dug up. And the funniest thing is that <laughs> Shin Chao didn't even mean to like antagonize him <laughs> exactly. or hurt him with that. He was literally genuinely curious, like, hey, what happened to that sword? That yeah. you traded me for. 
Remember that happened? Like, <laughs> it, 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 like, oh, it's, oh it's god. It's giving. It's giving. Didn't you have a flaming sword? <laughs> you did. It was flaming like anything. <laughs> we have an A for that, right, Alina? Oh my god. We have an AU for that. Tinto is like the the one thing that we have an AU for everything. I know. Oh my god. <laughs> it's so bad. The brain rot is that deep, guys. It is so deep. Okay. So you know how I said we don't interact with the fandom? Yes. <laughs> Our DMs have so many AUs in them. I can't even begin to tell you. Hold on. I think I was supposed to count these. Um, it is so is much. There is a lot. We have you... 16 right now, and counting. <laughs> Would you like to share? Oh my god, I'll share the Notion page with you. <laughs> I, had to, I had to keep count of this. It was that It was that bad. The Chencho ideas, specifically from our Discord DMs. There is so much. To the point that we even had like... I think we have two Genshin A's. <laughs> One of them was me going, what if they had visions? And then one of them was Alina going, what if they were Abdepti? <laughs> oh my Kinda god. Kind of like it. Yeah. I'm looking at it now, guys. You can't see it because they're not going to share it. But I'm looking at it oh, and I'm like, no. oh my god, guys. Yeah, there is a lot. I actually haven't added like the recent ones. I think we were very recently we were talking about, oh god, we were talking about Shingy. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yes, the raw fish. The raw fish. Oh my god. Um, we don't have to talk about Shinger on the fucking recording. No, because it's like one of those crack rare pair ships that we just like happen to have, you know, on hand. <laughs> Alina has this like conspiracy theory that one of the characters who dies does not die because like the way people die in this novel, they have to be like visual. Oh, I was or about. To, I was about to ask that question. Like, if I was you, like, do you see the if body? If you die off screen, they absolutely do not see the body. Ooh. Yeah. So my my theory is that she faked her death, and she um, she tucked her <laughs> arms and legs into her body, curled into a ball, and she rolled away. <laughs> from she the rolled plot. away. Here's the thing. I could, she rolled away. I could see away that. from the plot into retirement. We have. Um, as always, we have, like, uh, a trans headcanon that is just, like, we have, like, proof that it could work. Probably um, works. That it should work in canon. Um, uh, <laughs> this is also why he's on my hate Ah, yes, my SJ's infamous Blorbo <laughs> hate list, where SJ has Blorbos that SJ hates. Okay. SJ would push them Listen. off a cliff, but they are SJ's Blorbos, nonetheless. Yes. Listen, okay. So, there's my Blorbo hate list because I see too much of myself in them. And then there's my Blorbo love list mm -hmm. where I want to be them, basically. So, like, if we want to talk in terms that you can understand, I will bleep this out. Um, it's on the hate list. Yes, exactly. Exactly. That's it. That's that's how the thing works. Um, Scaramouche is actually on the la the hate list. I know Scaramouche is on the hate list. You don't have <laughs> to tell me that. Like uh, a few days ago, I tried to make a Venn diagram of Scaramouche. <laughs> <laughs> 
and Alina, I love you. Thank you. It was a shocking doozy because there's too much. The overlap is so huge. I don't, I I don't have any SJ. other space. I know. Alina, like, thank Alina, you. Alina was taking pictures of like doodles, right? And I was just like, why is there a Venn diagram of uh, this doodle? And Alina was like, don't worry about it. I was like, okay. I guess I won't. I'm Alina, thank you so much. It's so true. <laughs> and we That's will not so be nice. doing it for my blurbos because no. You know what? It's you in theme believe, with this like... novel. There was too much in the middle part of the Venn diagram. One of the things it might was as well be a circle. Exactly. That's why they're on the hate list because there's too much of me and them. Did you just say the thing in the middle was Asian? Yeah, one of yes. the things on the list was Asian. Oh my god. They're all Asian. They're all Asian. Different flavors of Asian. Oh my god. It's a circle, SJ. It's not even it's a, a Venn circle. diagram. It's an it's exactly. a circle. I want you to think about the fact that these blurbos on your hate list would also probably have a hate list and a love list. Like, would they? <laughs> Yawashi Yawashi has, no has no space in his heart, bro. <laughs> he would not have a love list because, like, the only thing yeah, the only that person probably in could make to, could make it to the love list is his wife. Yeah, love his wife. Slash husband. He's very husband. vague about it. Yeah, like he proposes, I think twice in the novel, right? Well, not the official part. He keeps referring to himself as the one marrying in instead of the one marrying Shenzhou. So that's cute. That's cute. I like. Like, what do you mean? There are many arcs, right? Give me their arcs. I wanna. Oh my god! For just for the listeners, because I know you explained it in the primer, but I would like the listeners to know, mm-hmm. in hopes, the primer again. in ho- <laughs> in hopes <laughs> that this will. I have make the primer them. on hand. Okay. It is. Oh, well, that's cool, Alina. Bart is in the way. <laughs> yes, Bart is in the way. I need everyone to know that Bart Simpson Bart is Simpson in the way. <laughs> Listen. We had to put pictures in there. It was too boring. Bart, go away. <laughs> <laughs> so after Shenzhou got yeeted down a mountain, got amnesia, and got most of his memories back, he went home, and that's our homecoming arc, and that's when we realized that the problems are bigger than we expected. Oh dear. And fast forward several arcs, all of all of which involve Yongshi being an asshole. We get to the betrayal arc. That's when Yongshi, uh, asshole, admits to being asshole in supreme asshole move. That's the <laughs> that's the betrayal arc. Stop. And the betrayal arc is also when Shen Xiao adopted his first child, the first of <laughs> many of them. Yeah, and then he immediately. <laughs> takes the child and walks into the middle of a civil war, but that's um, we, we don't have to worry about that one. Yeah, the civil war is more, more what do you call it? Foreshadowing? It's for thematic purposes. In... Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then we reach the part where five people in the world decided that they've had enough of Yongshi. They needed had him gone, so they cancel him in public right. violently. Yes. He also spawned three different personalities. Oh, God. <laughs> and then there was a whole thing about trying to 
get back to the Central Plains, and they got separated all, along the way, and that's when Shintia got his second child in the process. And then there is a huge tournament arc where we meet our oh lesbians. God. The yes. lesbians, they are here. Oh, I I should mention this is one of the reasons SJ got into this. It was like the box of with the cheese. Yes. Alina yes. put the cheese that was the presence of lesbians in the box, and SJ was lured into the box. So it was so easy. It was just child's play. Alina said there were lesbians. There's a guy with chronic illness. He adopts some kids. He also has like issues with his fucking siblings. I was just like, oh. Thank you. <laughs> and now we're all in the box. Yes, we're now all in the box. That is this episode. Welcome to the box. <laughs> all right. So anyway, it's the after box. This the is the absolutely box. amazing appearances by the lesbians, we are inching towards the finale. They um, they help start a coup. They overthrew an entire emperor yeah, and started cool. a whole new dynasty. And then, and then Shintao goes home again to confront his brother and basically take back his sect, Lion King style. It literally involves a villain being killed by his underling because he was mistreating them too badly. So and- Union, nice. <laughs> Girl boss era battle! <laughs> and then literally... Somewhere during this, Shinchao learns that Yongshi is challenging the literally the final boss in the this final world. Boss, TM. Yongshi challenges the final boss of the world, and should I even should I even spoil the ending, or should I just nah. stop here? I think very recently I described their dynamic as once divorced, one foot out of the door. That is their post-canon dynamic now. It's it's amazing because. They literally got divorced once without ever getting married, and right. somehow oh. Shintel got the kid in the divorce. Oh, that's yes. how that... all the best ships. There should always be. <laughs> that's a... how they start. There should always be divorce <laughs> involved. This is the the only thing I've ever talked to Alina about, like when it comes to their dynamic, and like not a lot of people have this like dynamic in mind when they write Yensha. Is just that for a few months. At, at, like after spending time together, like after a few months, Shinchao just starts thinking, "Man, I miss that guy. I should go look. I just go. I should go look for him. I should meet up with him." And he comes down the mountain. They shag for a bit, and then they spend time together. Like maybe like give it some two or three days, and then he remembers why they don't spend a lot of time <laughs> together, and then he comes back up oh, the mountain. Oh God. And the cycle continues. He literally comes would down you, the mountain to get laid. Would you walk down a mountain to get laid? He would. <laughs> Stop! He comes down once a month to get laid. Like, Alina? He'll be coming Alina down the mountain to be laid. One of the songs on their, like, on their character playlist in... In the rock and pair. Playlist. In the rock and fair playlist is basically Hey Little Songbird Hades Town. Oh gosh. Right? And we make fun of that a lot because that's their dynamic. But also, it's just so funny to me, like by the end of this novel, they're basically Hades and Persephone Hades Town. Like, you know, we spend time apart and they're like, Oh, I miss that guy. <laughs> like but the then, turning of the seasons. But but then they but then yeah, which just shows up and Shinchel's like, You're early. <laughs> I, I missed, missed you. you. 
tired emoji. He would he God. wouldn't even say I miss you. He would be like this vulnerable one missed you. He's just like, oh stop it, you mystery. Oh my <laughs> stop! God. I'll kill him. No, but he actually does refer to himself in third person. Oh my god. He is he's that bad. It's absolutely horrendous. Things are dire. <laughs> this is the man you chose. <laughs> Point this is the man you chose? You sure? One of the He characters- doesn't come with a oh return god. receipt. You get Alina's, him. Alina's Blorbo in this novel, like her fucking daughter, bewitched her heart and soul, bro. Leeching you. Okay. This guy, autism. <laughs> the, the autism just like, like Sorry. emanating from it's, him. It's so funny because you were just like, autism. And then there was a pause. <laughs> no, the autism just like emanating from this guy. He literally walks up to Xin Chao. He's just like, You're a disgrace. Why are you laying with the devil? Or something like, to that He's effect. Like, that goes He's like, hard. You are a fine person. Why are you dancing with the devil? Ooh. Exactly. So that happens, and then Shinchao gets into a fight. He wins, and then he's just like, Never mind. I changed my mind. I like you. Please, please duel me. Um, this guy's like 18 years old. He's a kid, okay? <laughs> Shinchao is just like, okay. okay Who is kid. this sassy lost kid? Exactly. Fight me, he said. <laughs> it's so funny. This is one of the. Okay, this is Rawfish. Rawfish. We, we kind of we do have to talk about it because we have this one specific, like, well, two specific parts of an AU, right? Where post canon, all of the Tao sects. Uh, which is like Qinyang Temple, then there's Bixia, and then Xuandu. Yeah. yeah. So they, they, they're like all of the Tao sects in the novel, like mentioned. We don't know anyone else, but like, you know, you were like, what if they had like a, like an exchange program? Oh my god. <laughs> It'd be funny. So like, it's, it's just like, there was this part in the sword tournament arc, they held it in Chunyang Temple. That, that's basically uh, Li Qingyu's school. Yeah, this is this is where the guy lives. Um, and then like the 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 number of people that come to this sect. There's um, Shen Chao's younger sister who just happened to be there because the one who was doing the census for that fucking tournament just so happened to be her oh, ex girlfriend at oh, the no. time. <laughs> they were not together at the time. Ah. Yeah. And like, they, they, they make me go insane because census, so you gotta <laughs> duck hair behind ear. I know. Like the lesbians make me Gay so people. insane because we have we have Shen Chao's younger sister, and she's basically the jock, and the <laughs> in her ex, I love the that. one doing the, sen- I love that. the the census. She is literally a archivist of martial arts who is so good at telling people's weaknesses that she can talk that, a that's man cute. she can shame a man down a mountain she's yeah. like you have Sexy. these problems that make you like super weak but if you do this you can get better and the guy's like oh my god thank you i am enlightened <laughs> i will now leave <laughs> he literally leaves the premises okay i love that i love that dynamic i that's really cute <laughs> So there's yeah there's Yuan Ji Xiao, um, the currently not girlfriend of Gu Hongbo, 
and then there's Lee Ching-yu, and then there's um, Yang-hoo-shi's technical adoptive son, Yu Shin-yan. And that's, that's our, like, that's our favorite, like, quartet, basically, <laughs> for the sword tournament. <laughs> this is their network, this is their friendship group. Um, then there's, like, the leader of the daycare center, <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way I can describe her, because he literally leaves them there all the goddamn time. He's just like, they'll be fine, Shen Daozhou. I'll take care of them. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, we, we like to think they're, like, they met up. They're, they'll be besties. I had, like, a whole diagram about it. Like, Yushinyan has all of the tea about politics because Zhao Qing has been in quarantine for like how many years? Six? If I remember They they never say it. They never yeah. say it. Yeah, she's but been she's, in there she's for been in a quarantine. few years. Um and then there's Gu Hongbo who has been living on a mountain for a long time, so she also definitely doesn't know much about the world. So um their source of information is Yushingan who is not a very reliable source, but you know, he has some credits. Then there's Ichinyo who literally does not care about shit, but like, <laughs> you know, except for swords and like sword you know training what? and also like, I, you know, I, I martial arts. I respect that. That, that would have been me in, when I was in grade school. <laughs> Extreme autism, the guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> literal. Slay. So um, our, our rare pair was Ichinyo and Yushinya. I, I actually have no idea how we came up with this. I okay, okay. don't remember. I remember how we came up with the name, but I cannot for the life of me remember exactly why we decided that this would be a good idea, but now it's a good idea. Because I said so. I am am looking through the chat. (laughs) I I think it was like very on the spot. Oh, I think I found it! Let's go! Okay. Right, because we were talking about how most of the fandom ships... Yushinya with Shen Xiao's youngest brother, Yuan Ying. So he came down the mountain to try and find Shen Xiao, and he didn't find Shen Xiao, but he did find Yu Yan. So Yu Yan <laughs> has been annoying him nonstop, and people somehow find that charming, but that's just boring. Ooh. They're just boring, and we decided that no, no, no. no Let's no. spice things up. I think the the dynamic we're going for is that this guy who is just like completely uninterested and this guy who is just like, I like a challenge. (laughs) One of them is all business and will only tolerate you based on your utility within the situation. Well, the other is, you know, schemes, but mostly just, you know, chaotic neutral and wants to fuck around and find out. Because he's still, he's still young when she's kid, <laughs> you know? At the end of the day, the the he day. still got that, he still got that dynamic. So we were like, but what if, right? Yep. <laughs> because you and you fucking hates this guy. He literally always wanted to punch him directly in the face, but he's too polite to do it. And Li Jingyu and Yushinya, like, didn't even meet in the sword tournament. They did not talk to each other, but we were just like, but what if? <laughs> It'd be really funny. But um, what so if? That's, so that's where it but came what from. If? if this was a visual thing, would, would it be like those videos where they edit characters who aren't in the same scene together? Oh, stop. <laughs> I don't know. I think the, the, the consensus we had with like with Shenyu was like there there are rare pair that we just have on hand because it'd be funny but realistically they would never they would never <laughs> okay and I uh, I just gotta mention I just gotta explain why we call them uh, raw fish 
Yes. Yeah. How do you call them? We rockers? took one character from each of their names and smashed them together, and those characters happen to be the Chinese character for raw fish. Raw fish. Oh baby. my god! We got sushi in here. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I love it. I love. I love that. That. I miss that kind of creativity when it comes to shipping. Oh my god! I feel like this is the part where I get to talk about like rock and pear, and why I think it's actually a better ship name than Yenshen. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, and this is like um. I'm sorry that I'm going to have to do this to you, but this is like linguistics. Let's fucking go. Okay, so the thing about like ship names is that when you do it in English or other. Languages, you tend to just take two syllables and then you smash them together, and、mm. the and the end product typically don't mean anything in itself.、Mm-hmm. So we have like、uh, uh, Destiel from、uh, Supernatural and Azzy Crow from Good Omens. Yeah, I, I feel like this is why people started calling them ineffable husbands because Azzy Crow just doesn't mean anything. But、yeah. like with、uh, with Chinese names, if you take a syllable, you are taking a whole character, and that character、right. tends to have more than one meaning. So when you the Hong Xiao, oh my god, like Hong Xiao. But okay, let stay on track. Stay on track, Alina. <laughs> okay, so Yanshen, Yanshen. We are taking their first names and smashing them together. But like individually speaking, those two characters have their own meanings. Like Yan. Literally means、uh, it has three meanings. It means bright or peaceful or late. And then, <laughs> and then we have Shen Xiao's first name. Wait, Shen Xiao's last name. And that word used to be used interchangeably with the character for to sink, to drown, to submerge. So when so when people say Yanshen, when people throw Yanshen around. The mental image I'm getting is like drowned light or peace submerged, like literally poetic images. That fish bombing. How <laughs> dare you!、Say. But also, like,、um, you have you have Shen Xiao's you you have Shen Xiao's last name, which has a water motif. So literally, they both have water motifs, and it's like every time someone says Yanshan, I'm like, "Do you are are you guys even aware of the potential you are giving me, the possibility of waxing poetic?" But I also don't like to wax poetic about them. I don't think they deserve it. So, <laughs> so on the other hand, we have Rock and Pear, which is just superior in in terms of in. Like every every single, single way, like every single rock and pair. First of all, rock and pair. You got a rhythm there. Rock and pair. And hey, the rhymes. Just, <laughs> rock and pair. Literally, I think in my head, rock and pair occupies the same、um, space phonetically with Bill and Ted. <laughs> Stop. Yes. Yes. Every every time I call rock no, and pair, no, but I do I'm agree like, that I like I like the idea of I like that I like rock and pair better because it actually it's kind of like an in the know thing. Like if you know the story, yeah, if you're yeah, dedicated to the story, you know like what it means. It's like an in joke. Yeah, you know what it means. It's very old school、yeah. Tumblr. It, it's giving um profound bond or like when people like do the OTP and then the 
and then there's a quote. It's giving yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like world's finest, and you have to yes! have some <laughs> Batman or Superman exactly. comics to get exactly. world's finest. Exactly. I feel like that's like what's missing in a lot of like, sh- like mostly shippers in fandom nowadays is that they tend to forget to give you what the context is for these ships mm-hmm. to the point that when you con- like I guess like for the lack of a better term when you consume content for these ships you like if you just have their names you're just like these are the two characters I support that's it but if you have like that very like very in jokey kind of like ship name it kind of makes just, you like, want to know more yeah like, what's going on and then you finally know what the context is for that quote and you're like oh god yeah no, when alina <laughs> explained when you and alina explained what rock and pear meant i was like oh man oh boy <laughs> you get it i get it i get like, it for a while too because like in the audio drama uh i think alina told me this like like one of their like running motifs with Rock and Pear was actually like running water. Oh, because... oh, oh, I gotta, I gotta mention this. Okay, yeah. so in the first season, you only hear the sound of the sword. You don't have the rushing water, but you understand that the sword means Shen Xiao. But starting from season two, you start to get the sound of rushing water, and that is used to symbolize Yan Wuxi. Mm, so literally, from... fingering technique. Oh God. <laughs> that's the word that they use I'm, I'm taking it. it it basically is like his martial arts thing he only uh, fights by water. pointing they're translating it officially as spring water finger technique but in the old days when we all, when all we had was fan translation everyone said <laughs> spring water fingering and oh, um, it was gosh. so funny when I when I gave that on context to my sister she was like that sounds so wrong and I was like it because it is <laughs> I think I wanted to mention this because we were talking about their dynamic like at some point in the chat and I was just like you know um, we were trying to pinpoint where in the novel they felt feelings, you know? They felt emotions. The, the bark. They the, felt an yeah, emotion. Yeah, they felt an emotion. And I was just like, I can't literally pinpoint where Shin Chao falls in love. The the quote-unquote falls in love. The O yeah. moment. You okay. Know? I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay. Based on what you guys say. I like that you can't pinpoint yeah. it because that's a lot like real life. Right. We have like this romanticized notion of the O moment. Right. But in real life, when you fall in love with someone, you don't... It's not an O moment. You just realize somewhere along the way, Oh, I, I really like them. I, I don't remember when I realized that I really love them or really like them but i know that i do right we were talking about that i think in relation to the fact that like you can't definitively say that this novel is a romance novel because like romance novels follow a certain like plot development where they you know the meet cute the development and then there's the oh moment and then they like fall officially into each Mm -hmm. other and that's it that's the end of the the whole romance thing but like since this isn't a romance novel the the way I described it is basically it was just like for for us like every single day for a year straight or like three years straight technically within this fucking novel multiple years straight um, he digs a hole right next to a river until it changes course <laughs> and Alina was just like that is the most poetic thing I've ever 
that is literally the nicest way、oh, you can describe、gosh. the relationship. Yeah, the ditch digging. The ditch digging, literally. This is this is it's like evergreen getting stuck in the. Oh God! <laughs> oh God! It's evergreen getting stuck in a Suez Canal. You ditch. <laughs> you can dig a ditch next to the fucking boat every single day until it、oh, unlodges itself. Oh, SJ. Yes, SJ. You know how you mentioned that? You, guess what happened today? What? Ship grounded in Egypt's Suez Canal, <laughs> one of the world's busiest shipping routes. Stop! You're kidding. No, I am not. Oh my god! But it was only stuck for、I、a very short、not. time compared to Ever Given. It's compared to yeah, yeah. Evergreen. Oh my god! That is so topic. I didn't even know. <laughs> We had no power the whole day. Holy Christ! Congratulations, everyone. We did it. <laughs> Yo, we should get to digging, bitch. <laughs> Who is to say that he wouldn't just sink the boat to make a bigger mess just to see what would happen? Just to see what would happen. <laughs> what if he like opens the tank and like unloads all of the oil in the goddamn canal just to see what would happen? The, the universe is playing a joke on me right now, as、uh, <laughs> as as always happens with with all of the things that I say out loud. I should never talk. Thank you. You keep accidentally knocking. The dodgeball into yourself. <laughs> Apollo just wouldn't stop nailing you with the, with the、stop. ball. Apollo's like, "There's SJ. Stop. <laughs> Get him. Literally. Get the- him. <laughs> Alina's Alina's profit list is the funniest thing." <laughs> okay, for the record, um, I I read this novel within the span of like I think three weeks, right? And Alina. Was there for the entire ride. I was live, live sort of live reacting, and I think at one point, before I found out that the Shinchao was gonna be adopting multiple children within this novel, I said something to. I said that he gave off the energy of a single father of three. Oh my god! <laughs> and I. God, I remember this vividly. I was at the dentist waiting for my turn. I saw the message and I was like, "I cannot. I legally cannot tell them how right they are." So I created this、uh, little <laughs> little list called SJ's profit moments, and that was the first entry. I don't even know what the other <laughs> like one of the other entries. Is、uh, Shen Xiao doing his homework while Yongshi naps, and that is basically the rehabilitation arc. Oh my god! Because Shen Xiao is like、uh, meditating, getting stronger. Well, right, because I called him a grad student. Yep. <laughs> Stop! Oh my god! This is so funny. Oh, speaking of like students. Speaking of students and graduation, hi Jeans, if you're listening to Congratulations. this, congratulations, Jeans. Let's go. Okay, that's it. Okay, God willing, we get there. <laughs> we got this. We got this, girl. God willing, we get there. <laughs> What's another one? I think we already mentioned the Dallas Sect Exchange Program. Oh my、uh, God! Can we talk about? Can we talk about cheating scam AU? Oh yeah, sure, 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 sure. Oh God. Our running joke is that Shinchao needs like a good scream in the woods because he is you know, so stressed out. I think we、out. all. 
We all I, need I, it. I, I would like to go scream in the woods right, right about now. This guy is so fucking repressed that the only the only time you ever see him like express an emotion is like if it's positive or if you get him drunk, which is what happened with them. Gee, right? SJ, I wonder <laughs> don't, don't what worry this about has it. in common don't, with your other don't, 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 don't worry about it. Anyway, so we 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 positive <laughs> to this Alina guy. Laughing. <laughs> we, we need this guy needs a scream in the woods. So we thought, what if he just goes out and screams in the woods like every other day because he needs it because he's running a sect and he has no idea what's going on, right? And then the disciples just start going. Do you ever just hear screaming in the woods? <laughs> and he's just like sweating the corner, just like I don't know idea what you're talking about. I don't know, whatever. It's probably a and goat then, or something. Yeah, it's probably just a mountain goat or something. And then like one of the disciples just goes, "What if, what if there's like a creature out in the woods? What what if there's something out there?" <laughs> How do we get to the chili part? I think it was like Yoshi just like, finding out about this. Like, it was just um, like they think you're a mountain girl. It's like it's like the the disciples are like, but we've never seen this thing, and it only started recently, so it couldn't have been a mountain goat. It has to be. It has to be something else, and. They started coming up with conspiracy theories, like like freaking Ryan Bagara with his little hell <laughs> with his little powerpoints. So, so since no, you know what, guys? Today you were Ryan Bergara with your little powerpoint. <laughs> Stop our little primer. We don't have to talk about it. <laughs> and then and then Yoshi you know, like catches wind of this, and he's like, "Oh my god, you are decrypted." Of Shendushan. The cryptid of Shendushan. We can... And he's like, we can profit from this. <laughs> Stop! Oh he does God. this. He does this in the novel, too. Like, there's this one time. Someone tried to buy Shen Chao's time, like, sexually. He was just like, I- oh, are you a boy toy for hire? And he's just Help. like, oh, you're mistaken. I am not a boy toy. We are not dating. This man is just harassing me. Have a good day, sir. Um, that w- that was how it went. And then Yongshi was just like, no, 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 no. You gotta, you gotta think about this. If he gives me twenty gold, you can go with him and then escape and then come back and then we do it again. You can make I a profit love- out of this. I love, I love teamwork. <laughs> and it's just like I'm not gonna lie for you. Fuck off. But yeah, it's so highly likely that he'll just be like, no, but think about it, we can make a profit out of this. What if you're a Chilean, right? Think about it, what if you're a Chilean? And then he's just like- What if you're Kanye's- What if you're Kanye's cousin? That's how we, like, went down this rabbit hole about how we were trying to make sense of what an actual Chilean was. And then Alina was talking to me about how it was probably, like, a a giraffe or something, Yeah. right? Because Chilean are technically mythical creatures, but like they were based off of something because they were talking about it in like texts, like so, actual historical records mention right this creature. And then I was just like, "But what if it's a moose? <laughs> what if it's a lost moose in ancient China, just roaming around?" And they were like, "That thing is huge. That cannot be natural. That is. <laughs> it would be so." It would be so funny. And then we looked at a map of where, where mooses are, and they, there's there's a lot of them very close to the central <laughs> Listen. There's merit to it. 
Like the but, the moose you know. would still have to be very lost, but it's right, right, a lot more likely than a giraffe. Right, <laughs> escaped giraffe in ancient China. Oh my, oh my gosh! Yeah, no, but like, but what if it's a moose? And then we were like, oh my gosh, it's it's the return of Canadian Acho because we were talking about um, accents at some point because I was asking Alina like, do they just have like a general like Chinese accent for the audio drama? Like, like if you were to adapt this into English, what accents would they have? So like I mentioned that.、Um... Okay, so like I was delirious at that time, but I said like, Shenzhou. Can you imagine Shenzhou with a heavy Australian accent? Aussie Shenzhou. What if he's Canadian? <laughs> And that's 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 that is like the multiple layers of the stupidest shit that comes out of this chat. This is what happens when we don't have other people to talk. It's just sixteen AUs and out of context in jokes. It's so funny. So like basically Canadian Achao instead of、oh、the、God. baby deer, it's a huge moose that cannot be killed.、Moose. Oh God, large moose Achao. It's it's giving ugly dunkling moments. Like you th- you thought it was a deer. It's actually. <laughs> Um, is there anything we want to add to whatever the fuck we just talked about? Yeah, I was about to say. Do you guys have anything else you want to add? This is、um, your this is your time to really sell the the listeners on the brain rot, pull them into your orbit. As are we say. selling them in? I don't know. I feel like we were just telling them about what's going on. If you guys want to fall into it, go fall into it yourself. <laughs> I feel like. You should this fall, is you should tumble into it like Shenzhou tumble down a mountain. <laughs> I love that. But I, yes, yeah. But I will. I I'm going to talk about the lesbians because we have to talk about the lesbians. Oh, like, wait, let's go.、Uh, the the thing the thing that so few people talk about this book is that the female characters in this book are just amazing. I love them. It's actually so rare in. Wuxia novels for women to have any kind of significance other than to be a love interest or to die tragically,、oh、and I cannot stress enough how they didn't fridge any of the women in this novel for cheap <laughs> shock. The bars on the floor, <laughs> like the bars on the floor.、Uh, also, also, it's just so rare that、uh, we get a lesbian couple whose relationship has nothing to do with the man. Right, right, right. Like they're not there to be like a parallel or a foil to the men. They're just <clears throat> over there doing their own <clears throat> thing. Ah,、oh, something stuck in my throat. Anyway, and like that is the lead up to the lesbians because uh, what Gu Hengbo and Yuan Zixiao have absolutely fascinates me because we see them at the. Basically, the midpoint of their relationship. They've already met. They've had a relationship. They broke up. They've broken up. <laughs> for like, like if you see it from Gu Hengbo's point of view, they broke up for no reason because Yuan Zixiao left her without saying、oh、goodbye. Oh my god! <laughs> She left her. <laughs> And like the the way the way I sold it was that she freaking left her in the middle of the night. So right. So, Fresh off reverse, Ayun. Have you no shame? I was about to say, um, this I've seen this film before. 
<laughs> heard this many times. Oh my god. The way I like to say it is, the lesbians are fully in their lady in the sun phase. Oh god, boys, they're lesbians. While the boys are literally still in their train from nowhere part. Stop. It is ridiculous. That is okay. That's fair. Yeah, I can see it. It's so that's so evil. Real. <laughs> the funny. Okay, okay. The funny thing about this because I did try for a for a time to interact with the fandom, right?、Ooh. Because I'm fresh off a breakup <laughs> with a certain other fandom, and I am also like knee deep into another one. So I'm just and I like the thing with the the other one is that I can't be very public about it because I don't like promoting things that, you know, have very harmful messages. But I am still, you know, enjoying it critically, just not openly advertising it. So with Chencho, I was just like, I want to interact with a fandom again. I want to like talk to a community of people who like this novel. So I tr- I joined a Discord server. We're not gonna、it、name any not, names. Yeah, it did not take. It did not take because.、Um, oh dear. You know how we said this is not a romance novel. They're very convinced this is a romance novel. <laughs> it was very hard to talk about things that were not rock and pear in the very very specific way that we like rock and pear. Like I think I brought up. Multiple women within the novel、it、was a social experiment, right? I was just like, in the general channel, I was talking about the multiple women in this novel. There are a lot of them, and I think at some point in the middle of that, like I mentioned Yoshi once. <laughs> so far, it was just me and Alina in the general channel talking. I en- I mentioned Yoshi once. Someone comes in, laughs, and then leaves. Um, right, and then we keep talking about it, and then we stop. And then someone comes into the general channel and brings up the previous topic. <laughs> It's like they completely they they skipped over the entire talk about the women to go back to the men. And then、oh、as a、God. follow up follow up social experiment, I throw in the idea, hey, what if Yamushi was trans? Not、uh-huh. a zero、no. taker. No. Not. Not a single one, zero、oh, interaction.、God. So I was just like, okay, social experiment done. What were our results? Not a lot. <laughs> Very much like、nothing. I would literally refer people to your to your video essay. Also, like I also did my own like、um, social experiment. social experiment because one of the one of the people in the server was actually talking about the women. They were、right. like, "Oh, I wish the author would write a、uh, would write like friendships," and、mm-hmm. and I went in. I was like, "Yeah," and then I raised several ideas about、Yoshi. about、um, let's see, Gu Hangbo and Ren Ziqiao, and then it was like someone said, "Yeah." And then they immediately went on to talk about a ship that doesn't exist in the novel. That、oh, that's about men, I... and I am just the social experiments, bro. <laughs> it's so funny. And I think the funny thing about it is like, and I've talked to my sister about this at length, right? If you bring up this kind of shit, 
the general consensus is gonna be like you're you're looking for takers in a Dunmei fandom, which is basically it's BL. Why are you looking for you know feminism in a BL? <laughs> Second oh, census, and I was just like in 2023. <laughs> my sister was like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." I think after that conversation, my sister was like, "You have the worst luck in fandoms." And I was just like, "You can't just fucking say that to me. How dare you?" <laughs> Sj, I mean Sj, think about it. I can't even deny it. It's so sad, bro. Come on. I I am forever stuck with the perpetually mad about the way people the way people have opinions about a character that I like. <laughs> right. Like um, my favorite character from Jianxiu is Shen Xiao, and right. I cannot I I cannot uh, engage in fandom conversation at all because. People misinterpret his character to the degree where they might as well be talking about a whole other character. Basically, that they're talking about another character from another novel. Oh. It's, it's like that because because Chencho is so different from a lot of the Dame or BL works out there. It's basically、mm. historical fiction with a hint of romance, but. People seem to have trouble processing this information, so they try their absolute best to course correct their reading. So,、right. so it fits back to the conventional BL reading. I think no one besides you or just maybe Konya draws Shen Xiao looking actually angry, but he gets、right. actually angry so many times in the novel and. Yeah, this man has a temper. <laughs> Not a lot of people talk about that. Could you imagine? I feel like I feel like I'm getting sent a, like a hate mob if I fucking <laughs> when we release this and like after the shit we talked about and all of the like all of the public shaming that we've done. <laughs> we didn't、one. name any names. We didn't name any names. What else? I think that's it. I think we've done it. We've, we've had our、it. first guest, Alina. You are our inaugural. Am I using that word right? You are very、no、first guest, but thank you for joining us, Alina.、Oh, I really thank like thank you for inviting me. You guys me. made like a really very entertaining primer, and like listening to you guys talk about how enthusiastic you are about a thousand、oh、autumns is very fun to listen to, even if I haven't read the whole thing either. But now I'm gonna、you、be thinking about rock and pear. Yeah, you have no choice now. Now you have some context, and every time we talk about it, you will know. You will have the knowledge.、Oh、How does、God. it feel to just rant for <laughs> four hours? <laughs>、um, Three, technically. It's very liberating. <laughs> it's it's, it's your scream in the woods. Yeah, it's your it's your chilling、uh, era. Yeah. It's my Canadian Nacho era. Stop. <laughs> like I feel like if you want to, if you want to enjoy like the real chaos, maybe I, I'm just saying maybe we can、mm. live stream the truly horrendous animated series adaptation. Let's fucking go! <laughs> you can just hear us screaming. It'll be like a like a director's commentary, but it's. Like Alina pausing, and then I will、oh、also add my own like commentary. It's so bad. The titty window is only the tip of the iceberg. We can we can try we can try. I can't when, believe when、like、Gab is freed from. 
What's our next episode? Listen, it's June. Mm -hmm. It's Pride Month. I'm trying to decide. Hopefully, we get to record for June. <laughs> I'm. I'm. I will. We will find a way because it's June. Okay, we're gay people. Mm -hmm. Come on. Right. I'm trying to decide between two films. One of those yeah. is The Matrix, and the other is Josie and the Pussycats. And both of them what are happens? gay in different ways. Yeah. What happens will happen. <laughs> I don't want to say, like, we'll be definitively doing, like, a certain thing. Like, we were supposed to do Mob Psycho. We'll get to it eventually. It will happen. <laughs> it will happen. It will happen. If not, SJ will, will knock me out. At one point, <laughs> and just like tie me to a chair. It's one of those. Like, I have to sit through the Matrix. <laughs> I'm only making you watch two movies. You're this is three. <laughs> See, here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing for all our listeners. SJ likes long form content. I do. I really do. <laughs> I make SJ sit through two movies, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I have a very. I have a lot of words about movies. I just, I can't. We can't. We were not getting into it. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. So, thank you for listening to our first episode with our guest, Alina. After a long, long time of not like, hearing the hiatus. our voices. Like, the, the impromptu, impromptu hiatus. hiatus. Yeah. We'll try not to do that again without prior announcement. Thanks for listening. We'll just say our byes. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>《What You Just Heard》was a talk from the Secret Treehouse. Those were your hosts, SJ and Gab, and this was a production by The Playground. If you like that, please consider supporting us through the links found in the show notes. If you support us for as low as $6 on Ko-fi, you can get the whole uncut version of this episode. And if you want your name at the end of the episode, like at this moment here, you can support us for $10. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope we can get to hang out again.